Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, here we are. One week left. It's One week left back. of the regular season. They, You know, it's kind of crazy to me. They lost ground, Trav. I mean, Friday <laughs> you and I were kind of rapping with each other and I kept saying let's wait till Sunday let's let's just kind of see where they are on Sunday I I did not think that you'd have the Giants this by the way has more to do with the Giants than the Dodgers sure does just think about that for a second Dodgers just got their hundredth win of the season they did it yesterday they took care of business against uh against Arizona they won two or three against Arizona we said they, they have to sweep them. Sixteen and three against the Diamondbacks this year. They said we have to, or we said that, that they're going to have to sweep them. Mm-hmm. The Giants we thought would lose one at Colorado. Mm-mm. They handle business. They win three. So now you got a two game advantage over the Giants. Have a two game advantage over the Dodgers. Only six games left. I think now I'm ready to concede in the sense of you're not going to are the are the giants going to go 3 and 3 in their final 6 games you know who they play right they, they play, play the padres in arizona in arizona in san francisco right but all 6 games mm-hmm. in san francisco arizona's the worst team in the national league and the padres they're going to finish under 500 this season. 500 I, I, I don't right remember the last yeah. time I was wrong, as wrong about a team as I have Not been about you, the Padres. Not just you, everybody. Everybody was. Th- this was a team I thought was going to give the Dodgers a run for their money in the West. They're going to finish under 500. Their last six games are on the road in Dodger Stadium and at San Francisco. They're going to finish under 500. It's extraordinary. They're going to finish 500. <laughs> if you look at the standings right now, St. Louis has won 16 Ooh. games in a row. Yeah. The Padres are nine back from a wild card. <laughs> yeah, it's they're out. I mean, but but just how crazy does that sound? All season they were, you know, the wild card team. In thirty days, how many games did they lose in the wild card? Fifty-two. Spot? <laughs> it, it, it certainly feels like it. Look, your theory of waiting until Monday. It's fine because n- nothing really happened. You didn't pitch Walker Bueller again. He's pitch scheduled Julio. to pitch tomorrow. You did pitch Julio. He only threw eighty some odd pitches, and he pitched okay. You know, Arizona's so bad; it's, it's really it's really anything. hard to yeah. feel what yeah. it was. Five innings, five hits. He did walk a guy. Didn't give up any runs. Got his nineteenth win, which is you know it's nice. You know, he's got a chance to get twenty. But I'll tell you, Al, I said it last week, and yeah. I'm going to continue to say it. I think that at this point. You need to go to all of your guys that are going to be an important part of your playoff run, right? And you need to go to Max Muncy and Justin Turner and Chris Taylor and some of these guys that might have little bumps and bruises, A.J. Pollock along the way, Corey Seager, Mookie, all of them, and say, hey, guys, how much do you want to play over these next six games? Do Do you need to play every day? Great, we'll play every day. You want a day or two to get ready for that wild card game? We'll give you a day or two. Scherzer's lined up for it. We got our pitching lined up as far as starting pitching goes, but go to Trinan, go to Kenley Jansen, go to these guys that have pitched these high leverage innings, Bickford, Vezia, and say to them, hey, listen, how much do you want to pitch this week? You you can't fire any more bullets. It's over because the Giants are playing six games against a terrible team and a team that's in disarray. They're going to win... At worst, at worst, three, right? Mm-hmm. Probably more mm-hmm. than three. Which, let's call it four. Okay, well, now the Dodgers need to go 6-0 and over these teams just to tie. 
and what's the cost to tie this thing? And that's just to tie. If San Francisco wins, it's it's over. It's time to get ready for the wild card. It's time to get ready for how do we match up really well against St. Louis. So it's not I, happening. It's not. It, that, it but, wasn't but, happening last week. But let, let me let me. The reason why I don't want to get too much into that conversation, Trav, because it's not happening. It, it's not Dave Roberts yesterday. So then, saying, why is Walker Buehler going to pitch tomorrow? So, the, but the, what, this is what I mean by it's not happening. As in, Walker Buehler is going to pitch tomorrow. So, having the conversation of what guys need to take, what, how many days off, and everything else, we shouldn't have it because it's not happening. At least. You know, yesterday, Dave Roberts was saying, I'm not sure yet about Tuesday. I may start Walker Bueller. I may not. I'm kind of feeling things out. Then maybe you and I can have a different conversation. He's playing tomorrow. So he's going to be starting tomorrow. And I don't know for you, let's say Walker Bueller has a good outing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Let's say this is very common. Let's say he just looks like Walker Bueller. Sure. Gives up one run over six innings and pitches 95 pitches. Great. And let's say by the time you get to midweek, you're, if not mathematically eliminated, you got to win your final three and they got to lose their final three, something like that, right? What do you do with Walker Bueller on his, because he'd still technically have one more start left. Yeah, no, he's scheduled to pitch the last day of the season. He's scheduled to pitch on Sunday as well. I don't think he'll pitch that game. I don't think so either, unless something really extraordinary happens where the Dodgers are tied. Yeah, they're tied. Well, okay, let's say you're tied going into that last game. Do you not pitch Max Scherzer? I mean, they've said they're not going to. They said that they're going to have, you know, Max Scherzer is either going to pitch game 163 or he's going to pitch the wild card. No, I I don't think you pitch him tied. I don't either. Yeah, because if – what if Giants keep doing? They keep winning. So if they win again, you just lost Scherzer in that 163rd and then potentially that wild card. I think the the stickiest part of this whole Rubik's Cube that we're spinning around if-then scenarios, right, is – your scenario that you just painted is, what if Walker Buehler pitches well tomorrow and the Dodgers are still kind of quasi in it going yep. into the middle of the week? Okay, what if he gets cracked again? What if he has another game that falls in line with not just the Colorado game and the Arizona game, but or excuse me, Colorado and San Francisco a few weeks ago, That's right. but the Cincinnati game and the San Diego game, which weren't as bad as the other two, but they weren't his normal stuff. They were mm-hmm. they were C-plus performances where he'd been dealing A's. The other two were Fs, right? What if he gives you another C-plus? What if he gives you another F? Now, you just spent more of his ammo, for lack of a better yeah. metaphor, and now there's less time to reload. There's less time to get ready for that wild card game and hopefully beyond. I, I just think you know that I you think? let this thing happen. If it happens because you win, you score a bunch of runs, great. That that's wonderful. But don't don't spend any equity over these next six games at the cost of the wild card and the Giants series. So we we both know this because you can read direct quotes from Dave Roberts yesterday. There's they're trying to win the division. They're still trying to win the division. They're still chasing the division. They'll continue to chase the division until it's not it's not realistic anymore, uh-huh. even though they're two games back with six games left to go. But I, I think I think the scenario, this this is what probably I don't want to say saves Dave Roberts in this situation. You think there's some curiosity tomorrow about Bueller? I, I think can part of this also be he has had four straight starts where it has not looked like Walker Bueller. Let's say three of those four starts, he hasn't looked like Walker Bueller. Two of those you can make a case for that he didn't pitch poorly, like you just mentioned, the game against the Padres in Cincinnati. Think there's some curiosity? Let's just see what Bueller gives you tomorrow because you still have the luxury of this, Trav. You probably don't pitch him in the final game of the season Mm -hmm. because you're most likely mathematically out of winning the division by then. Most likely, right? Mm -hmm. 
then that also gives you probably eight, nine days of rest for him. Maybe even ten days, depending on yep. you know when you play your first game and how other things shake out. I think he kind of has an out. He has that out that he can see him a little bit uh, tomorrow, and then he can also say, "Well, I'm not pitching him the final game." There, of the there is just enough runway, yeah, to for what you're describing to make you go, oh, "Okay, okay." But if he has another meh outing, if he has another outing where he looks bad, then it it was the wrong decision. The only way that you're like, okay, that worked out okay is if he goes out there and he looks like himself. And at this point, what's the win in that? Other than, oh, he's back? Okay. But maybe those are pitches that we could have had. In, in, you, you just you don't enough, know. But like you I, said, there's enough runway. Th- there is. It's not like the, he's pitching on Friday or something. N- no, but I, I just I think you need to start setting this thing up. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's go back to that question that we heard from Ryan a minute ago about Corey Seager and Trey Turner. First of all, Corey Seager and Trey Turner are both smoking hot. They bo- Seager hit two yesterday. Turner hit one. They both hit their 100th home runs That's of right. their career. I mean, A couple innings apart. They're both mm-hmm. all-star caliber shortstops. They're both going to get paid when it comes up. Corey Seager gets paid this offseason. Trey Turner will get paid next offseason. They're both going to get whatever they want, more or less, right? Mm -hmm. The question is, do the Dodgers decide to keep him? Do they decide that, look, Trey, because if he leaves, then you've made, Trey Turner's your guy. Or is there a scenario, look, think about what we just talked about a few months ago. The Dodgers wanted to get Max Scherzer, and they said, you know what, just give me Trey Turner too. And it was extraordinary, like, wow, look at this. Do they keep them both? Is there a scenario where you can pay Seager this offseason, keep him here, because he's a Boris guy, he's going to get top dollar, and then turn around and do it all over again for Trey Turner? Or do you let Turner walk? It's such a – you know, I almost think, and it's interesting that a caller brings that up, it's a premature conversation. I hate to have a conversation like this when they're not even in the playoffs yet. You know, like, let, let me just use – let me use as an example. Let's say – you know, one of those guys. Let's say both of those guys deliver in the postseason, mm-hmm. but you don't win the World Series. It just mm-hmm. happens. You lose. You lose. Uh, lose to the Giants, three to two. Okay. Okay. Now all of a sudden you're trying to think. Okay, how do we improve our roster? How do we come back? This. How do we come back? Trey Turner obviously has the advantage of having another year on this contract. Corey Seager is going to get paid. He's going to get paid the moment the season ends. Uh, there'll be a number of teams looking at him. The part I don't understand, Trav, and maybe this is a baseball thing. How come this conversation comes up on Seager as if he's like I feel like this the conversation with Seager, the moment Trey Turner came, yeah, people say, Oh, great, because then he can replace Corey Seager. I'm like, what has Corey Seager done wrong? Like we're not talking about Nothing. Bellinger here. <laughs> Nothing. We're not talking what has Seager done to even Nothing. I almost feel like there's a lack of there's disrespect of even having the conversation of Corey Seager not being – here's a guy already ready to replace Corey Seager? The, the, I'm missing. It's not a, an anti-Corey Seager thing. It's a that's how good Trey Turner thing is, that you can let a multiple-time All-Star, a World Series MVP, a National League Series MVP – by the way, the guy might be the hottest hitter on your team right now that isn't Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this is what's so weird about this is it's an embarrassment of riches. It is – what kind of ice cream do you like? They're both great. Right there, there is no wrong decision here. The only bang on Corey Seager is that he gets hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, this is another season where he missed a significant chunk of time, and maybe you can chalk it up to, to bad luck. But he's had some bad luck in the injury department, so maybe that's the deciding factor. But look, if they kept him, I'll jump up and down. He's been my favorite player on this team for a few years now. I would love to see him stay, but the acquisition of Trey Turner, the second you got, they they picked him up. It's like, oh, okay, I know what's coming next. Well, I, I say it because. A lot of times there's 
first of all, I think it's it's good to have loyalty towards a player. Mm-hmm. But it's not good to pick somebody loyalty over talent. He's also good. And he's, he's 27 good. years old. Trey Turner's 28, as in they're the same age. You know, like, they're the same guy. There, there's, there's they're so the many, guy. there's so many positive things for both of them. I feel like Corey Seager, for some reason, gets a little short end of. A Which stick brings there. us to this, yeah. right? As long of a shot as it looks like they're going to win the division, mm-hmm. and it feels really even last week when I was advocating that you know you you shuffle the deck, you get ready for the wild card. There was still a one in four chance, or what? I don't know exactly what the math was, but it felt like there was not a one in a million shot of winning the division. This feels more like something weird's going to have to happen for you to win the division. Yeah. That being said, I don't think that there's anything but silver lining with a, the giant caveat of you need to get through St. Louis in the wild card, which we'll talk about in a second. Corey Seager is unconscious right now, the mm-hmm. way he was going into the playoffs last year. Trey Turner has been unconscious since he got here. Max Scherzer is still the best pitcher in the National League. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers have played the San Francisco Giants really tight all season long. I know that the Giants had it 10 to 9. Doesn't matter. But like 15 of those They're, games were within a Every a, a game to go back and forth. Right. right. So this idea that, oh, the Dodgers, that, no, 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 they're fine. The, the, the scary part now that's what's left. St. Louis, yeah. who hasn't lost a game since the Eisenhower administration, they just they just keep winning. They don't lose, which is why you were you know obviously fighting so hard to win the division. And you know we we've kind of emphasized this a couple times. I always thought it was more important for the like I thought it was more. We played out the scenarios. We thought it was more imperative for the Giants to win the division to give themselves a significant chance of. Either avoiding the Dodgers or getting past the Dodgers. Dodgers, you always felt whatever scenario they ended up in, they'll figure it out. They have the pieces to figure it out. So even if it is against St. Louis, even if it's a squad that's won 16 freaking games in a row, and they'll probably start setting themselves up because they're set up to have Wainwright pitch the wild card. He's scheduled to pitch the last day of the season. He's not going to. He'll be on full rest. He'll be ready to go. He pitches tomorrow and then the last day of the season. They're up six on Cincy, I think six on Philly. It's over. They're up nine on the Padres. Literally, they're mathematically out. So, um, yeah, it's going to come down to – a random freaking playoff game, a wild card game, but like you put it, no one's going to be better prepped than the Dodgers. All right, so we've discussed that the Rams are the best team in the NFC. Who's the best team in the AFC? Because they're three and two, even though they've gotten away with a couple along the way. We'll get into it next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Don't forget, too, it is a million-dollar Monday, Slee. You got a chance to win a million dollars on our show, on Mason and Ireland, on Sedano and Cap. You're going to want to keep listening all day. If you are the right caller and you answer the trivia question, you win tickets to Arizona and the Rams, a battle of 3-0 teams at SoFi next Sunday, or I should say this upcoming Sunday, yeah. Yeah, this upcoming and Sunday. a chance to win a million dollars. Your Super Bowl team's in the final score. Yeah, the million thing, that's cool. Uh, Rams, Cardinals <laughs> tickets this Sunday, SoFi Stadium. Yeah. How cool is that? Uh, it's pretty good. How amazing is that? You were talking about you're the uh, one. Not the, as amazing, but You're good. the one talking about the environment. You're the one it's sitting great. back saying how great it is, the vibe. A couple articles I read that, hey, this is real football back in L.A. There's this kind of – yeah. It's, it's There's key. momentum. There's momentum to it. But you, you, you hit on this about 
it's great you got a squad back in LA. It's great that it's at the Coliseum. It's great that you know you can start talking about home teams here. But now it's you know the house is built. You can move in now. You know now you're starting to make it feel like it's at home. And listen, I I know um, you know that I'm a hater when it comes to the Chargers. Uh I have my reasons why. (laughs) Good Um, reasons, by the way. Chargers looked really good yesterday at Kansas City. They're two and one. So yesterday you had two LA teams take out the Super Bowl matchup. The last two Super Bowl winners. Yep. That's not something like there. I think that's some pretty big news. No, Chargers look good too. Look. Okay, get ready, everybody. They got lucky. No, they have a quarterback. You can't be a good team if you don't have a good quarterback. They uh, a couple penalties that I would have went back and and gave to uh, Casey. Yeah, I'm just making excuse. No, I'm literally just making excuse. I have nothing. They, I they, love. They went to Kansas City and won. They won up, took a lead, then lost the lead, but then still came back and, and had some scoring drives to win. And, it. and they were going for the win, not going for the tie. And showed some real backbone in those moments, like yeah. you're talking about. That they were lined up to kick a field goal. They said, "You know what? Let's go for it." They get a penalty. Mm-hmm. get backed up even further they still decide to go for it and they get a pi and they converts and they go on and they win the game this it, is, it was very impressive no no shade at all this is what's happened to me and my uh nfl affinity you know where i am now trav mm. who do chargers play this upcoming weekend raiders always love the raiders <laughs> i've always so loved this is the clipper thing for you. i've always loved the raiders don't no, don't throw it at me it's the clipper thing i'm a raider guy this week That's yeah, all I'm mean, saying. i know you are brought the travis lee is brought to you by goodyear with you for every mile on the road to greatness goodyear more driven i'm a little tardy in this but here's your bonus ask slee which people were very fired up about yesterday you it's go, 11 17 nah, it's fine better late than never you go to an event with a friend okay. with a two drink minimum your friend only wants one, so you get three to meet their minimum. Who pays for the last drink? Hashtag Ask Slee. Well, what are you talking about? The ticket thing is not the comp? No, I, I think it's like in this scenario, the only thing I can imagine, like you go to, you know, sometimes you go to a comedy club and there's like a two drink minimum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you, you got to buy four drinks, but <laughs> yeah, it's two a piece, but yeah, you're that's drinking on, three. That's that's on me, but I won anyways because I get three drinks. <laughs> yeah, it was, so, of course, I'm going to pay. Yeah. Speaking of, we had a little wedding action this not weekend. Good. You, you look all right. You were you were a little slow to respond to some uh, text messages yesterday. Not good. Were you just okay, in the fetal went, position all you afternoon? Went, you went to a wedding on Friday night. On Friday, yeah, had a great. I time. went to a wedding on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't know what to tell you here. By the way, I don't know if this is the right music in the background. Yeah, this is the wedding march. Yeah, but shouldn't it be? <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> Just making sure. What I'm saying is that shouldn't it be because we're going to be talking about how much we're drinking, not uh-huh. at the middle of church where they're walking uh, walking down the aisle. Um, middle Eastern weddings. It's not just Middle Eastern weddings, but there's a everything's so late. <laughs> not this one. I nailed it. I was I was texting you. Uh-huh. I don't know what time it was. It was, it was like late ten or ten thirty. <laughs> And when I tell you I was only on my second drink, <laughs> I mean it. I was only on my second drink. Way too much dark liquor. Yeah, Just that, awful that's ideas. a problem. I, I managed myself pretty well this weekend. I was pretty pleased. Although Saturday, you know how you have the – you used to be you do a wedding. You and texted then that's me, it. by the way, Peace that out. you killed the dance floor. That's I what you tore it me to on pieces. Friday. I actually texted Emily, too. Tore it to pieces. Yep. I was killing it. I yep. did a great job. I was great. Then on Saturday, the day after the wedding, they had a an event at the Beach Club in Santa Monica, out on the sand. They had a taco guy. It was great. And I've, I've mentioned before, I've been trying to kind of eat a little more clean mm-hmm. over the last few weeks. There was a taco guy at this thing. It was 
on. Okay. It was on. So not only did I go hard on the yeah, tacos. Yeah, that wasn't the problem. Give everybody a little bit more context of the story. Fi- what, fi- what finish time? up there around, say, one thirty or 2. Okay. And that's in Santa Monica. I drive home. I live in Orange County. So it's about an hour and change to what's, get home. What's the address? <laughs> get home. Watch a little college football. Enjoying my evening. It gets to be about 7.30, and I'm hungry all over again. I'm like, I figured I already consumed about 10,000 calories in tacos. I might as well double down with the pizza. And I did. And I'm not saying I ate the whole thing, but I ate damn near the whole thing. Was there two slices left? Yes. It's exactly what it was. It's a lot of slices. It's well, enough for the next morning. My, my wife ate a couple, too. So okay. I, did, I, I, I ate half. If we're, if we're getting really down to the brass tacks What size all, pizza did you get? It was not a small or a medium. So... Half of whatever might be after that. It was it was great. I'm back on track today. I had my fresh fruit today. I'm feeling a lot better. Back about on track it. today. It's been four hours. It's <laughs> well, not like well, no, it's not four hours. I didn't get up at seven twenty. I've been up for a while now. I'm I'm two meals in six hours, and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Don't throw shade at my uh, fruit and uh, granola this morning. I need I needed to, to to reset this entire thing along the way. All right, Rams are three and zero. You brought up the Chargers a second ago, two and one. Big win for them on yeah. the road in, in Kansas City. By the way, Kansas City at the bottom of that division is weird and as two. that sounds. Buying the Raiders, three and zero, top of the division. Couple of overtime wins, a couple of sloppy moments in those wins, but three and zero is three and zero, and the Raiders have a quarterback. Um, am I buying the Raiders? I'm not buying the Raiders, but they have. They're going to have a couple really good matchups coming up in the AFC West. They got the Chargers a week from today. Mm-hmm. Chargers. It's, it's here, right? It's in L.A. Yeah. It's a big game for the Chargers. A lot of Raider fans are going to be at that game. Indeed. Raiders are 3-0. and Think about what SoFi is going to look like this upcoming, you know, this Monday, a week from today. So it's a big game for both of those teams. Are you buying the Raiders? I'm not. They also got a game coming up at Denver. Denver's sitting 3-0. and Let's see how they do against some of these other teams. And I'm, I'm going to first – listen – Every single week, I'll tell you I don't buy the Raiders just because I pay too much attention to the past Mm -hmm. of the Raiders, which is not fair to their current squad. Ugly, ugly win against Baltimore, but they won. Ugly win against Miami, but they won. Handle the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give them credit where credit's due, but they got some matchups just like you know we talk about sometimes with the Rams. And sure, you want to see them? They're, they have a couple good divisional opponents coming up. There are three. I, I want to do this. There, there are three different three and O's. I think so far this season. There's the Rams. You go, yeah, that looks really yep. good. They just they took apart a, a really good. Tampa did not play poorly yesterday. The Rams just played a lot better. So they're they're the 3-0 team. You go, yep, who's the best team in the league right now? It's the Rams. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Denver Broncos, who are also 3-0. And you say, good for you guys, but it's Jacksonville, the Jets, and the Giants. So, yeah, you're 3-0, but I I don't even know what to feel about that. It's it's an impossible thing to figure out. The Raiders are somewhere in the middle of this thing with their 3-0 because – Yeah, that's a good way to put it. the, the, The Ravens are a good team they, they've they've gotten lucky twice the the Ravens are a 66 yard field goal and a weird fumble from the Chiefs from being 0-3 but they're not they're 2-1 mm-hmm. and one, okay so they've got that win they have the win against the Steelers like you mentioned Steelers look absolutely dreadful the win yesterday Al while ugly and a little bit fortunate around the edges I think is a really good win for them they were behind 14 to nothing that was a game that previous Raider teams lose fall behind right out of the gate, Just everybody's a little bit hyped about it, and then just face plant. That felt like they were stumbling, getting ready to smack their face on the street, only they collected themselves. They, look, 
A win is a win is a win. They beat a Miami team that they should have handled easily, but who cares? They won anyway. A bad team finds a way to lose that game. A good team finds a way to win on a day where you're not playing all that well, and that's what the Raiders did. I am more bullish on them than I've been at any point in the John Gruden Where do you era. put Arizona in the mix then? Because Rams right got with the, the Raiders. Arizona this Right with weekend. the Raiders. I think they're in that same Solid spot. Solid win at Tennessee, right? Uh-huh. Very impressive win at Tennessee. And then they took advantage of their schedule uh, barely beat Minnesota. That was a game that I think they won by one. But then they came back and handled business against a bad Jacksonville team, <laughs> won by double digits. We're in trouble a little bit, though, mm-hmm. in that game as well. But again, on the road, in Jacksonville, early morning game, all those things, and they won. Kyler Murray found a way to to, to make some plays along the way. They, they're, they're different feels, but none of them feel quite like the, the Rams. The, the Rams are the team that you look at and say, okay, if they got any sort of running game going, forget it. Is this a... Uh... This week, I know we got a ways to go, but kind of a dangerous game for the Rams. Like, could be one. Could this be one of those games? Yes, it says three and zero Arizona, but I don't know if you're looking at Arizona. This will be definitely a, a game where the hype's not going to be there as much as it was, of course, against Tampa. You go on the road against Seattle the fall. Could this be? Could this be I, one of those games? I, I don't think so because a. The Arizona Cardinals have been the team that Sean McVay has just run out of the gym has every dominated. single time they've played. They, yeah. It's just just like the 49ers give the Rams all sure. sorts of trouble. Sure. The Rams just own Arizona at this point. It's the first division game of the year. They're 3-0 and as well. I, I don't think this one gets lost in the cracks. The one that could get lost in the cracks is the one after that. Short week in Seattle against a Seattle team that looks to be something less than the best version that we've seen from them. That's the one that you could look at and say, okay, that could be a little tricky. It doesn't feel like that to me at all for Arizona. Okay, I know we got a factor cap coming up next. Um, at 11.45, we got to talk Shohei Otani. Done. I, I, can't, I can't go any further without talking about Shohei Otani. You know why, Trav? Because I love, there's nothing more I love is when there are franchise players that really, really try to hold their team accountable. And if there's one player who can do it, it's obviously one that's sitting in Anaheim or the the Los Angeles Angels of City of Anaheim, whatever you want to call them. The Angels. But, but we got we got to talk about Otani from that perspective. That's at 11.45, and we still got Factor Cap coming up next. And Million Dollar Monday. Don't forget, that's coming up before too long as well. It's all straight ahead. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Very excited about Media Day tomorrow. Getting a chance to hear from all of those guys. But can I be honest with you for a second? Yep. A little worried about you. The basketball season is about to start, and we've got this show, you've got Lakers talk, Mm -hmm. and you've got 486 Laker games coming up in the next several months. 
Don't be worried about me. <laughs> I am. Preseason Sliwa. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny mm. is, so we'll, we'll get a chance to hear from a lot of these players tomorrow. It's gonna, it, it's a start, right? This is the start. Uh, media days from ten to noon. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the start officially of the NBA season. But it wasn't just today. Today you got a lot of um, some of these other teams. You have yeah. Joel Embiid. I don't know what he's talking about with Ben Simmons. That he has pre- his presser. I think was sixty four minutes long of him trying to justify why everything's okay. Okay, that's what's going on in Philly. That's what's going on in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Kyrie, if I'm correct, no um, did not show up. Yeah. And you know we'll kind of see what happens on that front. So you got a kind of a lot of different storylines. Take a listen to this. This is KD Kevin Durant. <laughs> Getting questions from the a person media. <laughs> Take a listen to KD at the uh, middle of uh, media day for Brooklyn. Kevin, uh, KD, why, why do people call you KD? Um, Can I call you KD? Or? Yeah. Okay. My, my first name is Kevin. Uh-huh. Right. And my second name, my last I, I name, my second name, my last name is Durant with a D. KD? Uh, this year, how, what percentage do you plan on giving on the court? 90, 95, 100, 110? What are we looking at? Uh, 110. 110. <laughs> okay, does that voice sound familiar to everybody? It's not, the voice is obviously incredibly identifiable, but it's the, um, uh, 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 listen to it one more time very quickly. Kevin, uh, uh, uh Katie, why, why do people call you <laughs> Okay, Katie? so that right there. It's David Letterman. It's so good. It's why they call. Why do they call you KD? Might be my favorite sports question of all time. It's so good because KD. First of all, when I first heard it, when I just heard it, I, I had no context to it. It was just on Twitter. Somebody uh-huh. asked KD, I'm like, the hell kind of a question is that? What the hell's going on? Who are they lying in here? I, I love so much that's David Letterman. It's great. It's just so good. He's so funny, and it's just imagine being David. That I don't okay, know if KD was feeling it. I didn't sound like no, it. I, didn't did, feel did, it. Do, I, I know we know that he knew it was David Letterman, but was he playing along? I don't. And KD I don't know and David Letterman feel yeah. to me like they have very different. Next time of you humor. talk to AD, uh-huh. ask him. Oh yeah. Say how did you get the nickname? AD. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows when I'll get the opportunity? We'll see. I'll have to write that down, put it in my back pocket. Right now, it is time for Factor Cap. So yesterday uh, at the Chargers and Chiefs game, a Charger player, Keenan Allen, gave a football to two adult uh, male fans in the end zone. Yes. So my uh, statement is, touchdown footballs are only for child fans and players family members travis is his factor cap yeah i'll go with that that's fact i'm okay i i think that you need to give a kid is the best way if it's a family member you can ship them one after the game they, they've already gotten their jerseys and their tickets and whatever else they need to make sure that they're part of your crew yeah but look not, every time you see it on tv where some grown man or woman gets a foul ball and hands it to a little kid face just lights up it's like you're giving the kid a million dollars so i would imagine a football is the exact same thing i get it they're the only couple of charger fans in the in the whole stadium in kansas city but let's give that thing to a kid no i think it's cap i think it's cap listen if a player targets a kid absolutely but if somebody if if you're at a if you're at a charger kc game Mm -hmm. all right imagine what kc charger is going to be here in la there's going to be a lot of kansas city fans imagine being in kansas city and you're one of 10 charger jerseys that are there 
and Keenan Allen's going out of his way to hand you a football and there's no kids around you, what are you going to do? Give it to a kid in a Kansas City jersey. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I get it. It's a kid. Make the kid's day. Make the kid's week, month, year. And by the way, you just turn that kid probably, if not into a Charger fan, at least yeah. into a Keenan no, Allen I'm, fan. I'm making eye contact with that child and I'm telling him, you, wrong, you wore the wrong jersey. You wore the wrong jersey. You want this? You want this? Here, you can give it to your uncle over here in the uh, Charger jersey along the way. This is based off of your wedding attendance this weekend. Yes. Oh, yeah. You have to say hi to the bride and groom at the wedding, even if you don't know one of them. Alan, is this fact or cap? It's fact. You got to. Um, obviously, there's going to be a very minimal conversation. First of all, all those conversations are awkward because none of them are genuine. They're trying to get around <laughs> and talk to everybody. Congratulations. You look so beautiful. Well, it's not even what you're saying to them. It's what they're saying to you. They don't know who you are. It, it's not even... It, I'm talking about they have to say hello to how many different people. So most of the time you're saying hi to them. They're not even looking at you. Like, thanks, thanks so much for coming. Hope you enjoyed the dinner. And then they're already moving on to the next person. So you have to, you, you still have to give a hello to both the bride and the groom, and then your job is done. You feel like you finished a, a huge chore, and then you could go go about the wedding. Yeah, I, I think that's cap because I do think if in if I know one of them, you're gonna say hello to both of them. But well, this you, weekend was a perfect example for you, right? Right. Well, I yeah, I, know, I obviously know my cousin Nick. I've known for a very very long time, but, but I, you did not. Know I do not know his wife Hallie very well at all. I haven't just had an opportunity to spend a lot of time with them. I did say hello to both of them, but for instance, if I were like my kids. We're at the wedding. They don't need to go check in with anybody. Mm -hmm. They're fine. They can go do whatever they want, eat the food, dance to the music. So, yeah, it was good. But, yes, I checked in with uh, both of them. Had a lovely time. Did you make up that name or did no, you that's just Hall on the fly? Hallie. Nick and Hallie. It was Nick and Hallie's wedding, Santa Monica. Wonderful afternoon. Okay. I feel like if it's it's if you're buying the gift, you gotta go make an appearance. And talk we already to see, Susan's on the gifts. She sends the second the wedding invitation shows up, gifts out to Amazon. Done. I respect people so much when they do things yeah. like that. I wait. She's, I just wait. I, I just think about it all the time and don't do anything about it. <laughs> you still look like just several gifts in arrears. <laughs> yeah, just uh, send it in a month. Okay, this is based off of to our uh, pregame show yesterday with mm. the Rams. It was a you know fun earlier earlier morning. So being drunk at ten a.m. is only acceptable for football Sunday. Travis, factor cap. That's cap. There's golf courses, and sometimes you start well before ten a.m. So yeah, I, I I think that there are certain circumstances. Look, it can't be a habit if you're a regular when they crack that door at six o'clock in the morning you know pick up the phone and ask for some help but if if you're just uh you know hey guys we got a seven o'clock tea time this morning should i bring a, a jug of bloody mary's then yeah sure that's okay i'm gonna go with fact um you can wait till after 10 uh i, I get can, but you don't have to i i understand your thought process of 7 a.m you can just start having drinks i'll have a cup of coffee Maybe an orange juice, some water. You want know, Irish up that coffee? We Hydrate turn a little that bit. Orange juice into a screwdriver. What do you know? We get to eleven a.m. Let's have a drink, just like a normal human an being. Another drink, not a drink. We'll get to the. I'm, next I'm good drink. with. We'll wait till after. That's why they make juice, so you can mix it with other things along the way. Ask Slee has so many fans that we need to incorporate it into a segment in the Rams pregame. Alan, is this factor cap? Uh, definitely cap. It's unnecessary. <laughs> it's. Um, it's. I don't have any other. I don't have any other way to describe it. It's well, unnecessary. It's still my turn. Okay. I need. I need four or five minutes on this. Be my guest. According to my contract, it goes from ten forty-five mm -hmm. to ten fifty-five. Okay. With a little bonus on the other side. No, you added a bonus on the other side. Number one. Okay. 
Number two, um, definitely not in my contract. So you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> well, look, I don't think this is up to Alan. I don't think it's up to Travis. This is up to the people, and the people have spoken, Slee. Do it now! The, the, the people want and ask Slee in the Rams pregame show. It's just something about the way that you navigate that segment that people are very excited about. So I think that next week against the Arizona Cardinals, after we talk about Kyler Murray and Matt Stafford and Aaron Donald and Chandler Jones, we're going to get into your uh, Christmas light habits. A lot. Of, uh, a lot of steam towards the tattoo thing. Absolutely. I'm all in. What know? would it take? What if we did like a GoFundMe? What would it take? And what kind of... We, we need to get size. We need to get location. We need to get specific on this. I say Knuckles. Ooh. Lake show. Mm. Lake show. Mm. <laughs> Taylor's got ideas. All over it, guys. Yep. Right, right say there. nothing more. Right, Love, hate, lake show. Say nothing more. Okay, we got one more, Emily? Yeah, we got one more. And this is uh, based off of the press... press uh, box yesterday in the Rams game, but uh, an espresso machine in the press box is the ah. best thing that ever happened to Travis. Travis is his factor cap. It's right near the top. That's what were fact. you doing? Were you just handling that thing? No, so I went up. I do a hit at the end of the first quarter. Have I ever mentioned that before? Can I actually say something? <laughs> I forgot to mention this to you. I was driving around even in San Diego yesterday. Uh -huh. There's an affiliate out there that's carrying the Rams game. First quarter. There I am. First quarter ends. Yeah. There's Travis. Knocking just them. delivering gold. Yes, Talking about Stafford at that point had five or six uh, uh, incomplete passes, but then you know he's rebounding back. Kind of a solid update there, Travis. It, it, well, I appreciate that a great deal. So when I was done with that, I wandered over to the press dining area just to see what was going on, see what they had rolled out. It's and no surprise. for the first time ever, I noticed that there not only there's coffee, there's always been coffee, yeah. and maybe there's always been an espresso machine, but I had never noticed it before that a little double espresso heading into halftime, mm. it was perfect. The highlight of the weekend for me, quite honestly. How's the spread? How's the uh, it's food good. spread? It's it's look that place has not you, missed a trick. Can you do like? Are you full or are you waiting till you go home and eat? No, I I took it easy. I'm, I'm back on the program. I went big with tacos and on pizza Saturday. on Saturday, so yeah. I was back with the program yesterday. Okay. I'm feeling a lot better about it. Travis Lee, it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. One of the most incredible seasons in Major League Baseball is followed by one of the most incredible quotes I've heard from yeah. an angel in quite some time. You'll hear it next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the first time I've been able to identify a song in quite some time. Feeling pretty good about myself. We Don't throw enough Sade on here. <laughs> yeah. You're going to know all her tracks. I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Don't forget, Million Dollar Mondays is coming up all day today here yeah. on 710. We're going to have a winner. Mason in Ireland's going to have a winner. Sedano and Cap is going to have a winner. So you're going to want to listen all morning long. And when we tell you to call, you're going to want to call. You got a chance to win a million bucks. Some and trivia, by the way. Some, so yep, know your football. To, know, know your freaking football. Brush up on the Rams. Brush up on the Rams and the most important part of yeah. the prize, Al, for you. Uh, Rams, Cardinals tickets for this weekend at SoFi. Both teams undefeated. 
Uh, forget about all the other prizes. That's the prize that you want. Okay, so Shohei Otani is going to win the American League MVP mm-hmm. because, uh, I don't know, he's hit 45 home runs, driven in 98 runs. He has a 966 OPS. He's 9-2 and two on the mound. He struck out 156 guys, and he's got an ERA of 3.1. Seems to me like that's pretty good for an MVP. Just throwing it out there. Just random numbers. And 45 home runs and 156 strikeouts as a pitcher. And nine wins. Should have been way more than nine. Stupid. Angel bullpen's been terrible this season. Mm-hmm. Made his last start of the season probably yesterday. Um, and he was great all over again. They lost all over again. They're going to finish under 500 again. Okay? Pretty much they finished under 500 the entire time Shohei Otani has been here. And he was asked about what's coming up. You know, he's eligible for free agency in a couple of years. And this quote, I think, is extraordinary. I really like the team. I love the fans. I love the atmosphere of the team. But more than that, I want to win. That's the biggest thing for me. I'll leave it at that. That quote, that quote should terrify the Angels. Should absolutely terrify the Angels. And I love that he did it. Should it terrify the Angels? Yes. Yes. It's funny because, you know, I kind of look at this and we talk so much about squads out there, specifically in Southern California, that you're either relevant or you're irrelevant. And we've seen that. You know, we are a little bit maybe about the last half hour. So we're talking about USC and Mm -hmm. how awful of a loss that they had. And they're just becoming less and less relevant in Los Angeles at the moment just because they're not winning. I don't know if that should send shivers down their spine. That's exactly what you freaking want from your star. Couldn't agree more. That's what you want. Don't Couldn't you agree want? More. And there's one thing that I absolutely love about this, and I always make this reference in the NBA. Giannis was in this position a year ago. Mm-hmm. Should he sign that maximum extension with the Bucks, or should he tell Milwaukee, I, I, "Listen, we're just not good enough to win." So either you figure it out. LeBron was doing this for years. He was signing the one plus one. Hey, Cleveland, you want me to stay here? Sounds good. I'm going to sign another one plus one to keep you uneasy. Otani's got, a couple of months ago, you and I were doing a show, and we're talking about athletes that have the most power in sports. And this was coming off of what Otani was doing, and we were trying to compare. It's different in baseball. Sure. But I cannot tell you how much I love hearing that from Otani. We were doing Me our too. prep, and I, I, I was I was so excited. I'm like, I got to talk about We got to talk about this. Yes. Why? Because not only is he the man, not only is the guy that everybody's talking about, I want to win. There's a couple of things in this that I absolutely love. Number one, it's a win-win for Otani. If they respond to his challenge, you know, we I want to win, great. Get another good team here in L.A. Get another good team to, you know, you have an American League side of this. You got a National League side of it. And Shohei Otani gets to play in meaningful games on a good baseball team. That's a win for the Angels. That's a win for Otani. For baseball, baseball. that's a win. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But the baseball gets a win anyway because if they don't fix it, he bounces. And he gets to go pick where he wants to go, and he'll pick a good team. Big market team, or he's going to go to a squad that he knows he could win at. Yep, absolutely. And so that's what he. There's no downside for him because this isn't shade. This is he's looking at he's looking around and saying, "Um, guys, I got here. I've been here for four years. This is exactly the same today as it was four years ago. And you know who else looks terrible in this? And this is one of my favorite players of all time. But I think he just comes out of this looking really, really bad. Is Mike Trout? Hmm. Because Mike Trout's been here 10 years. You haven't heard anything like that out of his mouth. Yeah, we got to get better. We got a lot of money to spend. He said that. Oh, okay. Otani basically said, guys, I like it here. I like the Southern California lifestyle. I like the fans. 
I want to win. We haven't heard that from. I know. I know Mike Trout wants to win, but he's never gone out it's an and said, angle. "Let's fix this." He never left. What with the last line of this, I'll, I'll leave, leave it, it at, at that. that. That is hanging in the air, right? That what that means is, I'll leave it at that. In other words, fix this or I'm leaving. Produce or I'll find a way to fix it myself. We've and the way I fix it myself is I leave. We've never gotten that from Trout. That's an interesting. You know, I, I didn't think of it. That's not the first thing that jumped to my mind. And when you put it that way. You're right, because I tell you, just kind of think of other greats that play in the whether it's uh, um, whether it's in the NBA or the NFL or it's in this case Major League Baseball. You know what? The worst thing that can happen is you have a uh, one of the best players in the league, and when push comes to shove, they're never in the mix. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout's never been in the mix. No, he was in one playoff series, uh, and that was it. And, and there's no like you. You can even talk about Albert Pujols' time with the Angels. Well, he was coming off World Series. I mean, he, he accomplished everything already in St. Louis. He just came there for a payday. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, if they can, if, if they can put together a good product on the field, it's sure. great, fantastic. Trout has not, and I think Trout has the power, of course. Of course he does. To say exactly what Otani did three, four, five years ago. Yeah, he he said he said this the day before Otani's comments. This offseason, it's going to be big. We have a lot of money to spend. Uh, okay, yeah, fine. I get it. But here's the difference. Otani just threw that out there. I'll leave it at that. Meaning that I'll leave it at that means or else. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking maybe, okay, well, he's got two more years. How much pressure can he put on him? A ton. Because all he needs to do is let them know and let the rest of the baseball world know, I'm not coming back, right? I'm not coming back. So you either move me and get what you want to get for me, or I'm walking out of the door and you get nothing, right? Uh, and, and, and the closer you get to the trade, like next year, if he made that known, somebody will go and make a move because you get him for next year yeah. and or a portion of next year and then the whole following year you can work something you go into that last year and you saying i'm going into free agency no matter what mm-hmm. the trade value you have for him goes way down he has a ton of leverage even though he's two years away from free agency you know he can't call his own shot exactly but he can put a ton of pressure on them i, I think he just did i'll leave it at that is a dun 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 sort of moment go make it happen that's what it is but by, by the way for the if you're an angels fan out there right you're an angels fan it's what you want to hear too, you know. I I think sure. I think the being scared of Otani may leave. Oh my gosh, what if he leaves? What the hell do you have him for if you're not you know competing? Why why would you have that type of a talent and you're never in the mix? So I think this is good for the Angels. I think it puts a lot of pressure on the organization. When I say the Angels, I mean for fan base of the Angels. I think it's good for baseball because, like you said, Trav, one of two things are going to happen. He's either going to get big games that he's a part of for the Angels or find a way to do it himself. Win-win for him, not win-win for the Angels. they got to fix it. Or Joe Madden was saying it the other day, we can't go on like this. We have to fix this. This has been going on way too long. Pitching, as it turns out, fairly important. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. The best team in the NFL is in Los Angeles. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.